I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to The News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So it was about a week ago that I was scrambling to get back from my vacation and get you guys all the news about Israel that had been breaking. And I wanted to say you clicked play on this podcast today. You are showing up because you care about other human beings, even when it's not easy, even when it's emotionally draining, and even when you could very well be ignoring what's going on. And I just wanted to say, give yourself a pat on the back, give yourself a hug for showing up today. This is emotional work, and I'm really proud of you for showing up and being here and learning something new about this conflict and keeping your ear to the ground for opportunities to help. This is a community here. You're not the only one listening. There are thousands of you guys and I just wanted to acknowledge that so that you feel a little bit less alone in this. I think, you know, I'm alone recording this and I feel alone in it sometimes. But then when I get messages from you guys, it reminds me that we're really all in this together. And so I wanted to convey that sentiment to all of you because it's harder to feel like you're alone in this. So we're learning together. We're fighting for peace and safety for other people together. And that's what we're here to do today. Before we jump into the episode, I wanted to thank our sponsor, Protea, and tell you guys about them. Do you have a lingering skin issue that you can't seem to get rid of? Have you thought about going to see a skincare professional and then thought... (laughs) When would I ever have time for that? And won't it be expensive? If that's you, I've got you. Protea is a woman-owned beauty business based out of Virginia. But here's the thing. They specialize in virtual skincare consultations. Yep, you can be on your couch in your sweatpants. You don't have to go anywhere, but you can get top-of-the-line advice within your budget and guidance from a trained skincare professional called an esthetician. They also have top-of-the-line, cruelty-free skincare line that is produced here in the U.S., so they can recommend products that they know will work for your skin. Your personal skincare professional will always recommend the products that are best fit for your skin, but if that happens to be a Protea product, they donate a Skin Confidence skincare kit to an unhoused woman for every purchase. Y'all, I could cry. I love supporting a business that is both woman-owned and gives back. When you support them, you support our podcast. Book your consultation today at www.bookprotea.com and that link is in our show notes. So I do have two mini stories here for you guys at the top. First and foremost, um, two more very powerful earthquakes have hit Afghanistan and they were still reeling, if you guys remember, from a very powerful earthquake that killed over a thousand people. So, you know, this is terrible that they had two more, but I will say 
far fewer people were injured or killed because the damage was largely done by the first earthquake. You know, so many houses were leveled. So many people were killed that by the time the second one happened, there wasn't much to knock down in this area. And only two people were killed this time. So, you know, while it's tragic, no matter what, it was much less severe than the first round. And that is just such a stark reminder, you guys, that we are still in the midst of a climate crisis. And even with everything else being so loud that's going on, we have to remember that because war does not help the climate. It's actually like moving us in the opposite direction between, you know, all of the different gases that are going to be released from, you know, white phosphorus to everything else. War is terrible for our planet and for our environment. It is definitely moving the needle backwards. So this is just something we all have to remember and (laughs) another motivator to keep fighting for peace. So the second mini story, Republican senators are speaking out, including Mitch McConnell, horrified about what they're seeing happening to their party in the House. They're being totally embarrassed and they look like a hot mess. And that's the image that they are showing to the world right now in the midst of this global crisis we are experiencing. With that, we will jump into our Israel updates for the day, and there are a lot. And then we actually have one more story at the end for you guys. Let's get into it. So the first thing I have to tell you guys today is that the death toll for Palestinians has gone up quite a bit. It is 2,700 Palestinians who are dead, according to NPR this morning, and that was just heart-wrenching. You know, that total is going to continue to rise as the Israeli government is hunting down Hamas. Food and water are also running out in Gaza, and that is just going to create more death and more harm to people. And this is, you know, something we just have to be aware of going into this crisis the next few days. Food and water, fuel, things of that nature, electricity, all those things are running out. Hospitals in Gaza are also overflowing, but the New York Times reported that the Palestinian doctors who are in northern Gaza are refusing to leave the children and elderly who are on ventilators and anyone who is in dire need of their care. These are true heroes, you guys. Someone who's willing to stand there when a bomb is approaching them for the sake of the helpless. I mean, I'm already tearing up. We're we're in our like third update for the day. I'm on my third bullet point here. And I mean, that's just there's no words to describe how heroic that is. And next, I'm going to go to the hostages. So there are a lot more hostages being held by Hamas than initially thought. Like we said yesterday, 250 were reported to have been, quote unquote, recovered. I'm still not sure what that means, whether they were recovered alive or if their bodies, their dead bodies were recovered. Um, Israel has confirmed, though, that there are 199 people who remain held hostage by Hamas. And that is many more people than we initially thought. That includes many children, 
Rumors online suggest that the hostages are believed to be held in underground tunnels Hamas has built in Gaza that lead into Israel or underneath Israel. If this is the case, lack of water, food, and oxygen may soon become an issue. And if you're like me, I was like, oxygen? Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, the subway system is underground. You're not worried about breathing down there. However, when you see online images and, you know, if you're up for it, Google the tunnels, they're like, you know, almost like a little kid tunnel when you're like on a playground um, where you like kind of barely fit in it. Like that is the kind of underground tunnel we're talking about. It's not like a spacious like walkway that you two people could pass each other. Like it is a one way like tube kind of um, or at least the images I saw. That's what they look like. And it makes much more sense to me now why oxygen might be an issue. And frankly, I was claustrophobic just looking at the images. So I'm absolutely horrified for the people who might be held captive there. And my prayers are with them every single second. The U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, was almost struck by rockets fired by Hamas into Israel. He and his team had to actually run into a building with a stairwell shelter to narrowly avoid getting hit. And this is the U.S. Secretary of State. And this happened right as Biden himself is like considering going to Israel. So um, I think his trip might be canceled at this point hearing that news. This is not a safe place. This is a war zone. And, you know, we covered that President Biden went to Ukraine and it's a war zone, an active war zone as well. But I do feel that this is a different, you know, a horse of a different color. It is the wild, wild west. It is much more explosive right now, literally (laughs) and figuratively. So, Anywho, we'll keep you posted if Biden ends up there, of course. Um, Biden warned Netanyahu not to reoccupy Gaza, which would be going back on previous deals. He said that is crossing the line for the United States. Biden also spoke with Palestinian leadership. What he said in an Instagram post was, quote, I spoke with Palestinian Authority President Abbas to condemn Hamas attack on Israel and reiterate that Hamas does not stand for the Palestinians people's right to self-determination. I assured him that we're working with partners in the region to ensure humanitarian supplies reach civilians in Gaza and to prevent the conflict from widening, end quote. The U.S. is given the difficult task of helping to manage a burgeoning humanitarian crisis with a commitment to our ally, Israel, who needs our help in fighting Hamas for our collective safety. (laughs) Biden's main focus is really to keep Iran and Hezbollah, a Lebanese terrorist group, out of the fight. Widening the war to include those two bodies would really draw us much closer to a world war. But Blinken has said that the U.S. is currently preparing for each and every contingency, as it should be. A ground invasion still seems imminent, although we have no new news on when it might begin. But that is something you should be watching for, we all should be watching for, and wary of. 
this was something of note. I feel that, you know, I just wanted to throw this in there. It's not necessarily news, but kind of Christian leaders here in the U.S. are drawing parallels between what is happening in Israel and the beginning stages of the end of times. A lot of people believe that that is what is happening here. And that's just something that's going to play into what the U.S. does and sort of public opinion of what's going on. As of the time I'm writing this, Netanyahu plans to hop on the phone with Putin today. I don't know exactly what time this will happen or what exactly they plan to discuss, but if I hear more about it, I will definitely let you guys know. It is very relevant to a World War III scenario. It would be the first time that these two leaders have spoken since the violence broke out in Israel. I really personally, this is my personal opinion, not a fact, but I feel like nothing good can come out of this call because these are two fairly corrupt leaders and I do not trust Putin as far as I can throw him. He is known for saying one thing and doing another, especially publicly. He does not have good intentions. This is what we know about him. I think even taking this call is a mistake, potentially with a lot of far-reaching ramifications. In this conflict, it really feels like neither side wants to see the humanity in the other, and they haven't in a long time. Let's hope that we can find a way towards peace, mutual respect, love, and coexistence soon. And last but not least, (laughs) it seems like such a blip in comparison to everything we just talked about, but I did want to make you aware of it. Rite Aid has filed for bankruptcy. So if you're from Oklahoma like me, you may not have heard of Rite Aid, but they are all over the East Coast. They are similar to like a CVS or a Walgreens, but they are a major pharmaceutical retailer. So this is not a good vibe for our economy, which is already rocked by all the violence we are seeing in Israel. And this bankruptcy was fueled by yet another crisis that our world is facing, the opioid crisis. All of the lawsuits brought against Rite Aid due to their role in fueling the opioid crisis have tanked the company. Bigger pharmacy chains like the ones we mentioned before, CVS, Walgreens, have been able to basically stomach the losses when it comes to these lawsuits. But Rite Aid is a smaller group and they just haven't been able to. They have $3.3 billion in debt and $135 million in cash on hand. So they are just so upside down that they cannot be righted. Now, this doesn't mean that Rite Aids will disappear in the near future. No, no, no. They are filing what's called a Chapter 11, which basically means that they're going to work with officials to completely restructure the company internally in order to save it. We definitely will keep you guys posted as this does affect our economy. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote. History does not belong to us. We belong to it. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. 
But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at It's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh.